0: I'm your host and your coach, Brittany King. How are you? Seriously, how are you? This is the last Tuesday of the year. I honestly only know that it's Tuesday because my podcast usually goes live on Tuesdays. And typically, well, the past two years, I'm usually in New York. During this time, we spend Christmas to New Year's in New York, and it's so much fun. We prance around the city and go to different workouts and go to brunch and go to shows and hang out with friends. And it's just the best. And this year it didn't happen and that's okay. And that's one of the biggest things that I've learned this year is plans change and it's okay. And I realized all of the travel plans that I had this year, they all changed in one way or another. And I was okay with that because I felt so fulfilled from all of the trips that I have been on in the past 10 years. And that makes me really grateful because I don't feel lack. I don't feel deprived. I feel abundant because I have experienced so much and I recognize that I'm so grateful for it. So today's episode is all about doing a year in review. So before we set goals, it's important to reflect. Reflection is so powerful for growing and evolving and getting to whatever that next version of yourself is. And while we might know what we want, roughly what we want in the new year, if we don't pay attention to how the past year played out, we might end up making the same mistakes, which is not a bad thing, but we might Start making same mistakes or repeating the same patterns that we had the year before. So it's important to pause, slow down, take a beat, and reflect. So something that I like to do before the year is over is do a year in review. And this is, can be really extensive if you want it to be. Um, I like to keep things simple. So I like to focus on just a few questions that leave room for a lot of growth and reflection. This is really helpful because it helps me clear the deck, clean slate, start the new year with a fresh start. Now I'm a big believer that you can have a clean slate whenever you decide. It doesn't need to be in the new year, but there is something very powerful about a whole new year ahead of us. And this practice helps set you up for a powerful and productive year ahead. So I learned these questions from Marie Forleo, um, but I also have been doing some other sort of type of journaling that I have incorporated in my year in review. So this doesn't have to take a long time and it can be so powerful to set you up for the year ahead. So the reason why this is so powerful is we rarely take time to digest and see how far we've come. And particularly in a year like 2020, we can really focus on all the things that we had to pivot or change from, and we might have not taken the time to reflect and be like, whoa, I figured that out, and that's a big freaking deal. So I want to make sure before you jump into planning for 2021 and you have goals and all this stuff, and that's great, like, to really take this time this week to sit down with a pen and a paper and reflect. I've done this with my clients and I love hearing what their biggest wins are and the um, celebrations. But my favorite thing that we do is talk about the lessons learned and I'll get into that in a few. So the first question that you can ask yourself are, What are the big and little things that have happened this year? Like what is the highlight reel going through the good and the bad? It doesn't have to all be positive stuff. Like I just want you to look and see, okay, what was the highlight reel? What, what did I have going on? I like to look at my calendar and I like to look at my camera roll and that often helps spark my, um, memory when it comes to the past year. One of my clients kind of broke it down month by month. I kind of looked at each month as um, in its own highlight reel and chose a couple things that really stood out. So that's the first question is what is the highlight reel from 2020? And once you do that, the next question that you want to ask yourself are what themes or patterns do you notice? Like what have you noticed throughout your year? So for me, I noticed a big theme was slowing down and doing less and enjoying less and being in stillness more often. And that included the types of trips, That I was taking, and that also included the type of exercise and movement that I was doing. I had a big belief that I always had to be going so hard all the time in order to get a solid workout in, and this year, I really adopted this mentality of just moving my body and just being in the space of movement and enjoying whatever activity I'm doing instead of being focused on working out or intensely or burning calories. So those are the first two questions to really start the reflection process. And this helps you notice like, what do you spend your time on? And when you can be really honest with yourself, like if you notice that you watched a lot of shows or you spent a lot of time on internet or on Instagram, like it's okay. It's just bringing awareness to where you spend your time. And then you can see if where you spent your time is in alignment with the goals that you had for yourself. And if not, it's no big deal because we're going to get into the next section that's going to really help with this reflection process. So after you reflect on the highlights of the year, the good and the bad, the highs and the lows and any themes or patterns that you noticed in your year and where you're spending your time, it's important to look at the lessons that you've learned, the mistakes that you've made, things that just didn't go your way or things you had to pivot from. This is the most important part because if you can look At your mistakes as something that taught you a valuable lesson, then you can learn how to leverage those lessons in the new year. So I want you to really sit with this. What are the three to five lessons you learned from this year? Uh, There might be a lot, and that's amazing. I want you to write them all down and take it all in because, again, this is your opportunity to set yourself up to use your lessons, to to use your mistakes as leverage. Because if you can look at these mistakes or failures or whatever you want to call them as something that it's teaching you, You are going to go so far because we often like to make the same mistakes over and over again. That's where our patterns come from. So if you can see what's happening and then you learn from it, then you will ultimately grow and it will become your biggest asset. When I do goal setting, I always have my clients plan for the obstacles plan for the setbacks because those setbacks become the exact steps to move towards that goal so same thing goes with your le- with your lessons and mistakes this is a very don't skip over this there is no such thing as failure only feedback it's only information so if something didn't work out the way you had hoped for it's all good it's only going to help you in the long run but the thing about it is it can only help you if you allow it in So I want you to look at your lessons, mistakes, things that didn't go your way and see how you can leverage them. So the question would be, what mistakes did I make and what did I learn from them? So when you can look back over your entire year and see the things that didn't go well, and you can see what you can learn, then you want to look at, okay, how can I use this better next time? How am I going to use this lesson to help me grow? So spend a little time on this section because at first you might be resistant. You're like, no, I didn't want to go there again, but it can't hurt you. It's just a lesson to be learned. So if you ignore it, then you're missing out on valuable, valuable information that can help you move forward. So after you look at your biggest lessons, I want you to write down, like, what is your biggest takeaway? What is your biggest takeaway? There might be a theme that you noticed, and if you can write down what your biggest takeaway is, this is going to help you prep for the new year. Okay. So when, after you have your takeaway, I want you to see how you can use this to leverage yourself at least in the first 90 days of the year, but hopefully the whole entire year. So this is going to help you look forward to, into the new year. So we're looking at your takeaway. You want to see, okay, well, this is what didn't go well, and this is what I've learned. How can you use that to leverage? So what can you do to prepare to nurture or allow space for this takeaway in the next 90 days to the full year? So You want to look and see how you can use this takeaway to your advantage so it can help really set a solid foundation as you start the new year. Okay. So now that you have reflected and looked at all the highs and the lows from 2020, you wrote down the biggest lessons and how you're going to leverage them for the new year. The last piece that I want you to really look at is what are you willing to let go of? I am sure there's a lot of lingering things on your to-do list. Maybe it's a project, maybe it's a goal, maybe it's a um, relationship. There might be some things that are weighing you down and that weight is not serving you. And I want you to give yourself permission to let it go. There are certain things that have been on your to-do list for over six months. It might be time to just surrender it it's all good. It's all good. This is your opportunity to release that weight. So you can start the new year. Like I said, on a clean slate, you want that fresh start. You want a fresh start. You got to let go of stuff. So if there's some, there's things on your someday, maybe list, but you haven't made time for it. It might just not be important right now. So just take it off. It's all good. It might come back around one day, but in this moment, it's not serving you. And it's just like a weight cloud following you around. Let it go. Okay, This also might include some intangible things, not just things on a to-do list. This might include resentment. This might include shame. This might include guilt. This might include anger, embarrassment. There might be things that have happened this year that you are holding on to that needs to be let go of. So I want to ask yourself, like what stories no longer serve you? Like what if, what if you just didn't tell yourself the story anymore? It's not working out for you. It might just be worth letting it go. And one of my favorite questions that I ask when we're, we're changing our beliefs about ourselves and we're letting go of old stories that don't serve us, that aren't even true. I like to ask like, who might you be if you didn't have this story? If you didn't believe this about yourself, who might you be and what might you do? This is a powerful question because if you can start to imagine who you would be without this story, without this weight, without this emotion, that's when you get to see the possibility of who you truly are and that next version of yourself. So that is the beginning of a year in review. It doesn't take a lot of time. The questions are simple, um, but they open up an opportunity for you to really grow and become that version that you want to be. And I know that it's in there. You just got to get past all of the noise, all the things, all the weight, all the stuff that just doesn't serve you. So spend a little bit of time doing this and you will be amazed at how good you feel starting 2021. So I want to shift gears here before we close out this episode, because this is my last episode of 2020 and I want to share some truths that 2020 taught me and I saw Young Pueblo did this and it really, um, it's something that I love to do because I, um, you know, we get so focused on what we're leaving behind. Like, what are we leaving behind? Like, what do we need to let go? But there's also a lot of lessons, like I said earlier, lessons that we need to bring with us into 2021. And these lessons are kind of truths, things that um, I know to be true to me and have been cemented because of this year. So one of the biggest truths that 2020 has taught me is doing less to get more done. I had this belief that like productivity had to look a certain way and that just doesn't work for how my brain functions. And once I just started to do less and have more clear boundaries with my schedule and the commitments that I was making, I was actually able to get Way more done than I ever could have imagined. Even with the highs and the lows, I was able to continue to move forward. Another truth that I discovered this year is productivity actually includes resting. And I was just always go, 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 so busy all the time, moving from one thing to the next, back-to-back clients, and just thriving in that. I love that type of energy, but I was missing a very important piece, which was resting. And my body was like, we need to rest. So I really shifted that. And I put on my calendar a hard stop every single day at 2.30 where I would meditate for 20 minutes. And I can tell the days that I don't do that, I feel completely drained. But the days that I just take 20 minutes to myself, I feel so energized as I finish out the rest of my workday and the rest of my week. Another truth that 2020 taught me is staying connected to people who lift me up. Um, I never realized the energy vampires that were in my life until there was a lot of negativity going on in our world. And then I could feel that pull. Like It was just interesting of different interactions that I would have, how I would feel afterwards. And it reminded me how important it is to pay attention to how I feel energetically with different interactions. And once I learned how I I was able to really tap into that energy and then send back the energy, that's not mine. So being connected to people that lift me up, and I mean that in an energetic way too. Like just I feel inspired or motivated after I interact with them, and I am definitely taking that with me into 2021. Something else that I learned this year is – I learned a lot about grief. My year started with the death of a really good friend, and then my year ended with a miscarriage. But then everything in between that happened, there's been a lot of loss, a lot of grieving, loss of normalcy, loss of routine. Um, It's been very interesting because i never really understood grief and loss until this year and something that i learned and this is a truth is that grieving is going to be a process no matter what and everybody processes differently so i can't look to other people to tell me what to do because i have to t- like tune into what i need so the truth that i learned is i have to be gentle with myself and kind as i go through the highs and the lows of emotions and that was a big one, and really that kind of – the miscarriage really solidified that truth for me because I was experiencing it throughout the year, um, but then after I had the miscarriage and been experiencing grief and loss, um, it is definitely something that I understand is a process and will take time, and I'm not trying to rush through it. Another truth that I learned from 2020 is the worst thing that can happen is an emotion. The worst thing that can happen is an emotion. We are so afraid of feeling our emotions. And we're so focused on only feeling good all the time. And this year I really opened up to all of the negative emotions that I experienced. I didn't try to change them and I didn't try to like mask them and get rid of them. I just allowed them to be there. And I became very familiar with sadness and I became very familiar with overwhelm. I became very familiar with frustration. And while it was really uncomfortable as I sat in the emotion, I'm still here. Those emotions didn't swallow me, and I am actually able to see more clearly about what is creating that emotion. And what's creating that emotion are my thoughts. So when once I get past the emotional experience and I can really be in the emotion, I'm able to see what thoughts are causing that vibration in my body That's been one of the biggest lessons and blessings that I have learned this year. And I'm definitely taking that with me into 2021. Another truth that I learn is paying attention to when I am acting from a place of fear instead of a place of love and paying attention to what fear feels like in my body. I had a really powerful experience at Kinfolk when I actually could identify fear and what that felt like and what that pattern was. And I was able to process it and work through it. And so now when I'm making decisions, I'm wondering, is this coming from a place of fear or a place from love? And if it's not a place of love, I can switch it in that moment by choosing a different thought that's going to help me come from that place of love. Another truth that I learned this year that's coming with me into 2021 is staying like having the desire for something, like being committed to the decision, but being open and flexible to how I get there. Sometimes I would set a goal and I'd be like, I have no idea how I'm going to get there. And then I would just shut down. Because as soon as my brain trying to go into figuring it out mode, it's like, that's way too much. That's just not going to happen. And then it just, that's it. I don't, there's no, there's no forward movement. So when you're committed and you have the desire for something that doesn't change, That's why I wake up. I do what I do every single day. But what I let go of is the way I get there because every single way that I've achieved something is way different than the way that I thought it was. So that's been one of the most beautiful lessons and blessings that I've learned this year. And I think the last thing that has really stood out this year is just learning to say no and, and really understanding that no is a complete sentence and I don't ever have to explain myself of why I just can say no and that's okay because it's understanding what I need and that's been a huge gift. So there's a ton more lessons I could go on and on and on and on, but I'm not going to bore you because I want you to do this for yourself. I want you to sit down and go through the reflection process and learn your lessons, learn what you're letting go of, but then come to like, then bring it to a place of what you're going to, what lessons you've learned that you're going to take with you into 2021, because these lessons are going to be so pivotal in whatever you do in the new year. All right, my friend if you do this, not if, when you do this, I would love to know. I would love to know what 2020 has taught you and what lessons you're bringing with you into the new year. I would absolutely love to know. I've been doing this with my clients and it's so much fun. I love hearing their lessons and I love hearing from you. So yeah, send me a message. You can DM me, you can send me an email. I don't care. I just want to know how this goes for you. All right. That is it. Last episode of 2020. I just want to thank you so, so much for believing in my mission, for listening to the show for your feedback, for your reviews, just everything in between. I am so grateful for you. You have no idea Um, something that happened right when the pandemic I was doing biweekly episodes and I shifted to weekly because I just wanted to find a way to serve you and to create more content that can provide you value and help you in a big way. So if there's anything you want coming up for 2021, if there's a topic or a guest, anything at all, please don't hesitate to reach out. I want to hear your feedback. And if you enjoyed the show, I would be so grateful for a review after you listen to this episode. It would mean the world to me because it helps me spread this message and helps me reach more people so other people can have this information as well. So thank you again. You are a beautiful soul. 2020 was a big old roller coaster. I'm looking forward to 2021, not because I think it's going to be better, but because we are getting stronger and more resilient every single day. All right, my friend, thank you again. And until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it. I'll catch you next year.